Welcome to another watch along from The Late Night, a horror podcast. On this track, we're watching Morgan J. Freeman's American Psycho 2 from 2002, starring Mila Kunis, William Shatner, Lindy Booth, and Grant Wynn Davies. And we're watching the version that's 85 minutes long. Please hit play at the end of the countdown. Ooh, sparkly magic. How Yay. beautiful. This is going to be the nicest thing we see for the entire movie. Yeah. See this, kids? This is as good as it gets. After this, you can pretty much turn the film off. <laughs> oh, a lovely start. Yeah. Head in the fridge. Yeah. American Psycho 1 gave you a slow burn. This one, it's like, mm right into the head in the fridge. Right. And right into the terrible narration. I love how it's a kid who's narrating it and not Kunis herself. No, yeah. I mean, this is adult Kunis, right? Oh, really? Oh, my God. I couldn't, oh, my God. I couldn't tell the difference. I think so. No, she just sounds like she's 16 for the whole movie. Were you petrified? Yes. Yes, she was. Oh, my God. Something came over me as I flawlessly slipped my duct tape hand binds without anyone noticing. An ice pick. Okay. How did blood come out of her nose if he's... this Hemorrhaging, maybe? <sighs> Why? Yeah. Why would... <laughs> is everything okay? Everything is totally peaches. Everything is coming up Meg. Oh my god. These have to be the <laughs> worst fucking cops in the world. If there was an eyewitness to seeing her exit the scene of a murder at the time of a murder, and that never got back to the cops. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Also, way to just shit on everything done by American Psycho 1 in the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like all American girl. It's like, actually, no. Oh, my God. Oh my god, here I love we go. How she's even wearing the flag. She walks uh -huh. out, it's like, I'm wearing the flag. It's to tell you that she's an all-American girl. Are we allowed to say shut up, Meg? Because I'm already talking tired of hearing her talk. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, totally because just, god, just dive right into shut the fuck up, Meg. This is insufferable. Uh-huh. God. Yeah, the most renowned program at a college nobody has ever heard of. This is not how it would look at an Ivy League college. No. You can tell she's so cool because she insulted them, but also threw back their frisbee. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
Yeah, because she's on a tight schedule. Oh my gosh. The best mind in the field. Starkman translates to strongman in German. Oh, so happy to see you, William Shatner. The strongest mind. You know, I I think that William Shatner had a lot of low points in his career, but this has to be ranked right at the bottom of that list. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Shut up, Shatner. Uh Uh-huh. Shut up, Shatner. Also, her shirt literally says All-American Girl on it, which I think is a bit of an insult to the intelligence of the audience. I mean... It's like it's like the costumers were like, did you forget that she is the All-American Girl? Let's write it on her tits, just so you remember. <laughs> In what world does being a TA for a class qualify you for Quantico? Never. No world ever. Yeah. Nice ascot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did have a brief ascot phase in high school, but I think she's doing it better than I did. She's got that business ascot. She's been accepted to Quantico, even though we've seen her do no teaching, and all she's done is hand him a remote. And now let's go to the to the top serial killers that everybody has already exactly. heard of since they were maybe eight or nine. This is supposed you to know? be mid-semester. Gacy, Dahmer, and Gein. Let's just go over Gacy, Dahmer, and Gein, and that should that should pretty much sum everything up ever that was ever in a criminology class. Yay! I know. Presumably anybody who would sign up for this course already knows this, but this is a mid-semester class. They've done this for weeks, and he's like, yeah, 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 let's talk about Ed Gein and H.H. Holmes. Yeah, talk about all of his nicknames. It's really funny. That's the class course. The class course, or the class topic for the day, is nicknames. Oh, yeah. Also, I love that she is jaded enough to have murdered somebody at, like, age 12, but is still too naive to think that her classmate could be boinking the professor, because nobody would get with an older man. This soundtrack. And I love this soundtrack. I love how this soundtrack is basically every shitty song you've ever heard or were assaulted by at an Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm sorry, no. It's every shitty song you've ever heard at a Hollister, yes. not an Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, this is, this is Hollister. Did he just like sensually grab her earlobe? That was weird. Yes. Did not like Apparently that. that's like a thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't find anything so romantic as when somebody comes up to me and just yanks on one of my earlobes <laughs> like it's a fucking doorbell. Hey, it's just like last time. That's what uh, that's what creepy Southern Hick was trying to do when he got told that waitress mm-hmm. to give him a beer. He saw this movie first and was like, this is what will turn her on, right? Yeah. 
So I did figure out that this is her dorm room, but from the first few shots, I truly thought that she was just in a storage closet. <laughs> I've been in a lot of dorm rooms, I'm going to be honest, that uh, that comparison isn't that off. It could be a storage closet and a dorm room at the same time. <laughs> that is true. Me, 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 me. Oh, God. She sounds like she's been inhaling the helium machine for too mm -hmm. long. Mrs. Gertrude Fleck. What is with this? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, is what you would tell a student who's failing. Good. Yeah. After my cousin hacks into the mainframe, because that's how <laughs> computers work. Well, pick one or the other, kiddo. You can't do both. Jesus. That's what happens in the first year of college. I mean, I could hear that being said to me, but not in that kind of condescending voice. No. But she's the employee of the year. She can be as condescending as she wants. Normally the secretary in my school would have been like, sorry about that. It's... It wouldn't escalate the situation. Shut up, Meg. Nobody gives a fuck Seriously, about your Meg. schedule. I would have just written shut up, Meg, and handed it to her. <laughs> just wouldn't be right for a precocious youth to help others learn. Yeah, ambition and, and ambition in academia. Nobody's ever heard of that before. No. <laughs> oh. Things are starting off great for Miss Gertrude Fleck. It's a pretty nice car. Lots of bushes on campuses <laughs> to hide behind. Yeah, that's, that's how bushes. they design campuses for optimal skulking. Oh my god, yes, Ricky Martin! <laughs> There's this meme I think of often, which is, just because you're a miserable person and you're going to be alone for the rest of your life doesn't mean you should punish some other poor animal. Oh. I think about that here. I'm sure she and Ricky Martin have a great relationship. 
And there all of my sympathy disappears. I mean, not that's a lie. Not that I had any sympathy with her to begin with. Correct. She looks distinctly unsurprised to find her cat in the microwave. Okay. Okay. How did she get her onto the floor? Unclear. We're at 12 minutes in and we're unceremoniously just shoved into a murder. Right. And I thought it was going to be like a muffin tray or something, but instead... And it, I didn't catch it until just before. If you just, like, look at it, the murder weapon was the plaque that she found in her office. So she took the plaque mm-hmm. from school, basically making it easy for anybody who does forensics to go, oh, <laughs> well, this was in the school the whole time, so it must be someone from the school who brought it home. Mm-hmm. And the world's worst blood effects, because it looks like salsa and chili were, like, <laughs> sprayed all over the corner of that plaque. Yeah... Yeah, for a movie that features so much blood, it really didn't do it particularly well. Here she is again, that all-American girl we know and love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, Brian. Did your cousin hack the mainframe? Because that's way more important than a paper. Getting to know some rich douchebag. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God, it's one of you, Brock. I can't tell who I hate more. It is a pretty close tie. And see, we instantly know she's going to murder him because there's no other reason to say yes. And in this case, she's actually doing the world a sort of service, isn't she? If she just kept it to that and not cats and microwaves, we'd be more sympathetic to her. Okay, also, she talked about how Cassandra was her biggest threat and blah blah blah. Are they fucking roommates and she didn't mention that? Or even if they're not roommates... No, the weird thing is she goes over to her Cassandra's room to put on her makeup, which is really weird. Yeah, they're... I don't think it's her roommate. I think they live on the same floor and she goes to her room to do weird shit. Oh my god. And she doesn't like it whenever she calls Professor Starkman Bobby. Mm-hmm. 
She's so jealous. She would never say it, but we know she is. Yeah, we all want to bang Captain Kirk. <laughs> I can't stand how much time his whole family takes away from me, his girlfriend. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. Shut up. <laughs> no. I'm so happy Lindy Booth goes on to Dawn of the Dead. Like, I'm just so happy. Yeah. Like, out of, out of all this film's casualties, I'm just so happy Lindy Booth made it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps nobody else deserved to leave, but she did. Very dry. Uh-huh. So you know I'm making your life difficult. He's not going to ID these children? No, no. This Chad is too no. rich for that. Too rich for the law. This is almost sad because it really seems like he does like her for a brief second. I think the two of them trying to pretend to have chemistry for one another in a situation where we both know they're pretending to have chemistry for one another is probably the thing that makes us most painful. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's either that or his half-popped olive green shirt. That's true. I'm sure it's pretty atrocious. Very, very dry martini. Although I bet you don't know the difference. No. Why did the waiter need to clarify that? I am here, I am French, and it is my first day as a waiter. God help us all. <laughs> I've never heard that speech before. And the only thing, this this golden ticket, is 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 to get a teaching position. Just I the mean, premise for this goddamn movie. I just wonder movie. what the writer was thinking. Being a TA. Who told the writer that this was like a, an actual valid Seriously? possible motivation for murder? Like being a TA is a shit job. You do it to get like work really, study it's money. A horrible job. Do you know who my father is? Oh my god. My dad. My dad has a dealership. Yes. <laughs> the FBI is such a great place to work. Ask ask Comey how he feels yeah, about that. Yeah, also right this guy now. is he clearly doesn't want to have to work for anything. Why does he want to be in the FBI? Eight million dollars in a science building. Uh-huh. 
She's not in the running for the TA position anyway, since Gertrude wouldn't run her paperwork and then she killed her, so there's nobody to run the paperwork. Seven digits. Seven digits. Seven digits to leave a teaching position. One million dollars. Seven digits. No one gets that money normally at all. No. But seven digits for a teaching position. You can go off and start your own murder academy. Yeah, and may I reiterate, she is a freshman. She has three more years to try to get the TA position. And instead, she's like, no, no, I need it this year because of my schedule. Because of my timeline. I like how they're still trying to push the sexual tension, even when they're both sitting there like, fuck you, no fuck you, no fuck you. And they can't even fake it that well. No. And that's the sad thing about it. Like, this scene is just hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's like, all of a sudden we're back to this Mumford and Sons, like, happy acoustic <laughs> strumming moment. <laughs> it's because now they're drunk and having a fun time and nothing bad could possibly happen. Right. No, I'm sorry. The band I'm thinking of is Summer Fiction. <laughs> it's this happy summer fiction acoustic moment. And you're like, no. Yeah. Like, why... This movie can't decide if it wants to be, like, a teen romance or a horror movie. And he's so impressed. Oh, my God. This is, like, a dorm. It's like, um, I think you've forgotten the girl, dude. (laughs) Not technically American, by the way. Ukrainian. (laughs) Ah, yes. That Ukrainian all-American girl. It's an immigrant story. It's really a powerful motion picture. (laughs) well of all of the shit this movie does at least she stopped to ask for consent that's nice the convenience store is really convenient They just left that door wide open behind him. Why are him. you still talking with your pants down, dude? And the door wide open. She just went down, like, got down on her knees, door still open. <laughs> She's like, no, don't worry, wait here, I'll fix it. And the music switches when he crunches onto the bed. You never want a crunchy bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tarp. All sizes, all colors. (laughs) And the idiot has the audacity to say, piss sheet, to that. And the thing that confuses him is the fucking ice Yeah, he somehow still hasn't figured out that he's in danger. Okay. He is being killed with the condom, people. He also was just holding an ice pick. He was holding a weapon. And now he's like, no, 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 let's put it down. It's true. And the door is still open. She is murdering him. I actually hear the nun from Game of Thrones going, shame. Oh my god. Shame. Shame. Also, that strangling so happened real fast. <laughs> oh my god, okay. shut up, Meg! Yeah. Oh no. 
in a tarp. Patrick Bateman always used something that was chic whenever he had to dispose of his victims. Like um, when he killed Jared Leto's character, he used a Jean-Paul Gaultier overnight bag. So, yeah, yeah, not really seeing that here. No. Okay. And she actually goes to. A I fucking cannot fucking believe she. I thought she was joking in that bit where she's like, "Ha I should see a psychologist." No. She actually showed up. Why would she willingly talk to the only person who's supposed to uncover your secrets, walk in the door and say, you're not going to uncover my secrets. <laughs> Why would you lie to me? Why would you sign up for an appointment if you're going to lie to me? I don't expose my Achilles heel. Oh my you God. know what? Just by saying that, you've just implied that you have an Achilles heel. Good work, kiddo. I'm here exclusively to play suspicion on myself. Thanks for accepting right. my appointment, doctor. Wow. The mailman? <laughs> it's just everyone else. The mailman? <laughs> Batman? A disappointing answer. How do you not know what Quantico is? Sorry, what's Quantico? It's in Stafford, Virginia. Um. I have never seen anybody do such a good job of incriminating themselves. a possibility Jesus Christ <laughs> it's oh like it's like competing in a in a blood sport attitude with a blood sport state of mind over a pack of gum oh. that's what it is it's like I will kill anyone for that pack of gum mm-hmm. I mean it is psycho in the sense that it's the premise is absolutely insane but okay Wow. I, mm, mm. Oh. Oh, good. Hey, buddy. Hey, we're going to try and do a little hula dance thing here. Aren't we violating some sort of Why privacy? would you give yeah. a shit if you're the one giving, getting the information? Yeah. Why would you care? No wonder you're violating some kind of ethics. You know it's bad if the person you're calling to give a tip to is like, aren't we violating ethics? This psychologist should know. I don't even get why it's a conversation. I would have already been like, okay, so we're going to break the law right now, yeah. but you kind of need to know some things. Oh, girl, that changes everything. Oh, now it's sexy. (laughs) It's a murderer, but it's a murderer with boobs. (laughs) Yeah, probably because you encourage that idea. Mm hmm. And of all the 
places to have this conversation, I would think on the school's phone lines was not the one. I wouldn't have even made it five minutes after she left. I would have waited three hours or so. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, look who's back. And I thought that this was a cover story the whole the whole way. Like the whole mom uh-huh. thing. I thought that was a cover story. I can't believe that that's actually the truth. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so quirky. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Yeah, 72. That's just when everybody starts thriving. Kidneys failing, liver's on its way Mm -hmm. out. Yeah, great Yeah, it's when you start being a toddler again. Everything after 60 is a fucking dream. (laughs) Don't make me hurt you, Meg. (laughs) See, he's starting to suspect that he is in danger. Right. Yeah, that's where Patrick Bateman worked out too. Acoustic music mm-hmm. and in and in hot sweats. I know. I also like that she's, like, running straight out the door of the dorm. She's like, I don't have time to get to the trail. I've just got to book it now. What, you're stressed about your schedule? That's all you ever talk about? (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my God, Meg, shut up. Uh, And with that, I'm on to my second drink. (laughs) Right. Oh my god. Obligatory rear end on girl jogging shot. Thank you. I feel so bad that Mia Kunis actually did this movie. I feel so horrible for her. She had so much success, and every time I look back on this one thing, I'm like, wow, this is the worst thing yeah. she's ever done. Yeah. Well. And, I, and she knows oh, it. Oh, she too. knows. Like. Like, if I walked it through her and I was like, listen, I have an infernal contract here to erase this from IMDb forever. She's like, just how many babies do you need? How much blood do you need? Where do I sign up? Yeah. See, this scene also confused the hell out of me because she showed up to a fridge in the river and I was like, oh, there's going to be a body in the fridge. There's going to be something in the fridge. Why is she here? Is she going to put something in the fridge? No, just to throw things at it. Also, this is the exact same outfit she wore on her date. She has three yep. outfits. She has fancy outfit. Yep. She has all-American girl outfit. And she has, I'm going running. Oh, and now she's a bitch because she stood in the way of somebody else. Uh, 
Cassandra is so nice to her. Yeah. Oh my god. Because you're being suspicious as hell. <laughs> yeah. Hypocrite much? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't want to know this much about William Shatner's dick. Eh. For me, it's just more information to process. <laughs> Dur during the rest of this train wreck, William Shatner's dick is really the least of my concern. Yeah, that's fair. I like these spiralings, like, brass section in the background as she realizes her plans are falling apart. And poor Cassandra has put herself right in the path of danger. Not even your true love, Brian, who is very dead somewhere. Very, very dead. You know, you know she's astonishingly bad when the movie manages to make me feel bad for Brian. Yeah. <laughs> On his headstone, killed by ribbed condom. <laughs> oh, poor Cassie. Apparently, William Shatner did not get the message that everybody else pronounces her name Cassandra very obnoxiously. Yeah, my willing suspension of disbelief is totally gone there, though, because if I was a professor and I was smashed at a party, the next thing I would be doing after that party is sleeping with my girlfriend, not going home. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's not how doctors or appointments work. Thanks for really spelling out the time scheme for us. Oh my god. You think she would have Ugh. rehearsed some kind of lie for the psychiatrist? No. Some kind of like a... Because this was not the first time this topic came up. No. But okay. No, she's just here to dig herself into a deeper and deeper and deeper hole. It's the weirdest plot line I've ever seen in a horror movie, yes. but okay, I'm going with it. What yeah. the fuck? 
making more money than you would make as a transfer assistant. This is like the worst breakup ever. She just came to his right. office to shit on everything he she's, does. She's trying to be condescending, but if anybody actually thinks about the facts, if I was him, I would have just burst out laughing and been like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a Kleenex and like try and put myself back together after all of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Meg, shut the fuck up. Oh my god. Let's go back to Serial Killer 101. no sense uh, uh Meg before you go oh my god yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Bundy. let's talk about how the word nicknames is still on the board and every student is in the same outfit that they were in class two days and, ago and it's been how many days right he had a dog named Lassie yeah I feel bad for this guy because the other two competitors, their whole thing was like, they are insufferable for their own reasons. This guy, his one crime is answering questions in class. And she's like, that's it. He's got to die. She's just looking for a fight. Yeah, she's looking for a rationale because unlike Patrick Bateman, she's a sociopath not a psychopath. She's not killing at random. She's killing with purpose and she's doing it premeditated. Patrick, on the other hand, would kill someone. He kills a woman he meets at the crosswalk. He kills a woman Mm -hmm. that he meets at a club. No. That doesn't happen here. No, it's about utility. Yep. Wow, what a burn. Yeah, it wasn't really much of a comeback. No. I mean, just about as stunning as the Yo Mama in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Every single copycat and serial killer ever. Uh-huh. Everyone who wants to get caught and keeps placing clues for the cops to find them. But if they only cover four famous serial killers, I understand why they would not, none of them, including the professor, (laughs) would ever understand that, all right? Yes. (laughs) And just so everybody knows, I'm not into murders. Not into murderers. I'm into monster movies. But even I know this one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you're a copycat killer or a serial killer, you probably want to get caught, and you're probably doing it for the fame. So, there's that. This horrible backpack. Goddamn soundtrack. Like, yeah. it's like somebody pulls Mega out Ninja a hurdy gurdy every Ninja time a murder's Meg. about to happen. I love how she looks like a knockoff of American Ninja yes! when she's stalking people. He answered a question right. Even though I think I beat him, I still don't trust it and he has to die. No. <laughs> also, this is the thing that is most directly pulled from American Psycho 1 is just his murder notebook. And this guy's probably a better artist. And this is way better drawn. Yeah, exactly. And this could have actually been used for framing somebody. She could have framed, mm -hmm. she could have pinned all the murders on yep. him. But no, right? there's. Technically, she could have, yep. but instead, she just kills him. Yep. Yeah, just like she just killed the secretary, who was the one person who could help her get that form through at the beginning. Right, if she'd just been nicer to the secretary. Lots of trees to hide behind. Very cool. Yeah, she skulks all over this campus. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was seeing a girl who was, like, a quarter of my age. I would come and visit her during the daylight hours while every single goddamn person uh -huh. in existence is walking around. And look as suspicious as possible. Just skulk around. Nobody will notice. He had to remember. He had to think to remember her name. Uh, which one is this? Oh, this is Miss Brown. <laughs> which one of the generic blondes in my class is this? <laughs> He's so debonair. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I can feel the sex in this moment. Yeah, we totally boinked. Oh my god. About the teaching position. She's disappointed about the fucking teaching yeah. position. Also, she seems like oh the only well-adjusted person in this movie. She took the news and was like, oh, okay, well, that sucks, but all right, I've got another chance. Which is really weird, because the only well-adjusted person in this movie has had sex with her professor at least <laughs> once. It's also incredibly ac academically ambitious, so it's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't care if the professor was single, but the professor is like a married guy, and it was his student. Mm -hmm. It's like very, very, very gray area. Actually, it's very, very unethical area. How did the desk lamp work if the switch didn't work? I, maybe she just took out the bulb, but... Probably. Oh, just get rid of the evidence. That's good. Right. Report to the police? No. No, no, no. Keep everything quiet. Of course. That's how you do it. <laughs> Take any evidence of the fact that they've ever been together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Begin cleaning fingerprints off of everything at once. Oh, and there's a nice reminder to check the answering machine. This thing is loaded with so much deus ex machina, it's not even funny. 
Not at all suspicious for the person who was about to leave a message. No. Right, dude, do you do you realize how little that narrows it down? Uh-huh. Why would he think why would he think Right, I would have been like, so first what was her name? Was her name uh. Cassandra? No. Spare me your psychobabble, Mr. Psychologist. I called because goes I wanted the a psychologist. Rails, like he does in every one of his parts. Wow, so since he calls him Bobby too, do you think they're also sleeping together? God, I hope so. <laughs> God, this psychologist has zero sense of ethics. Zero ethics whatsoever. Both the two of them belong together. <laughs> the real dream team is Bobby and Eric. <laughs> How would his psychologist not know that already? The, the psychologist, the psychiatrist asks an accurate question, a good question. And Shatner's like, it's none of your goddamn business. Mm-hmm. I just need some Valium. Okay. I love to give me Valium. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is totally a Sackler commercial waiting to happen. Oh God. No. <laughs> can, can I give you some advice? Ding. No, I just want Valium. No advice. I guess I better start writing that prescription. Oh, she has a shirt that's not all American girl. How thrilling for her. Well, we haven't read what it says yet. By wherever they are, does that mean that you don't know where the fuck you put the bodies? Because that would be bad. Forget there's no class for the rest of the year. It's just no TA position. See ya. Also, you would think they would have sent that in an email so everybody didn't have to show up to class, but... Uh, and there should be this moment where she's like, and then I realized it was a fucking teaching position yes! and it paid jack diddly shit. And what was I thinking? Yeah, it's almost like you fucked I this one up, I was already on my way to becoming a great murderess anyway. Why should I compromise now? Yeah. It's almost like she ruined all of the things that she wanted. No, it's exactly like she did that. Yeah. <laughs> it's also incredible because I want to tell her to shut up when she's not talking, which I think is really powerful. It's mm. She's that detestable as a character. Well, that's how it is with Mia Kunis today. She walks down the street and people still yell, shut up, Maggie. I know, I feel bad about that. I don't know. Like, she seems like a I nice lady. just her aura. You know, she she was so good at creating that character. Yeah, know? that's true. I just want to know who did this to her poor hair. 
Yeah, yeah. How did she think this was sensual evening, like, hairdo? I don't know. And because she, like, she's wearing... They're totally ready to be together. She's got her hair crimped and he's completely (laughs) fucked up on Valium. Yeah, but she's wearing Cassandra's, like, she's wearing Cassandra's necklace and Cassandra's dress. If she styled her hair to look more like Cassandra, that would make sense to me. But she just went full crimp. No. No, he's fucked up on Valium. Maybe because you frame your entire class around the teaching's assistant position. Shut up, Meg! Stop talking about your schedule! You know, I really wish she would just pull out a planner every time she talked about her schedule. And just be like, look, it's my schedule! William Shatner has not yet figured out that he is in danger. Mm-hmm. That's a logical next step. Yeah. Sexually harassing my professor. Mm-hmm. Bad touch. Bad touch. Wow, thanks for that boob shot. And that was the first thing that, that, that jumped out at him. Also, the delivery of that line just, where'd you get that? <laughs> like the where'd sudden hiss. Uh, a truly incredible acting moment from William Shatner. Oh, God. Oh yeah, me pretending to be your dead girlfriend didn't work, so let's try a new tack. Whoa. Hello. Yeah, because I'm sure nobody knows at all. This makes no sense. The statement make her 12 yeah and also the statement okay. i loved you before clara did she didn't find out who he was until clara 
This is also a clear sign that she was the worst babysitter ever. Yeah. Clara was seriously fucked up. And she somehow killed Patrick Bateman. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. I also yeah. hate that she I don't keeps... I know if anybody's seen number one. I don't think that was so easy. No. I also hate that she keeps billing herself as Patrick Bateman's only survivor, when in the movie we clearly <laughs> see his secretary survive. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what Patrick Bateman looked like. And why would... Th- I don't understand. Why would his girlfriend be like, oh, look, here's the serial killer you're studying. Maybe I'll go shack up with him. Rich and good looking. Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Now it's raining like crazy, so you know it's sad. Though it is impressive that they managed to find a baby that looked so much like William Shatner. Those nice chubby little cheeks. The other kill in this movie done with a blown kiss out the window. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Interesting. She's such a brutal murderer. Interesting. Just air kissed him to death. And now she's... This just makes no sense. Some of these are so corny. She's now... I hope you had a safe Yeah. But she's now utterly destroyed the teaching position she wanted. There's going to be no TA position if he's dead. Like, she was so attached to it. And then as soon as she... As soon as she got mad, she was like, To hell with it all! Doesn't even matter. Yeah, also, uh, so much for hiding bodies. And the one gory kill in the film, we don't even see. No! This movie breezes through the murders so quickly. Like, they were at the party and then Cassandra's dead. Suddenly everybody's just done for. Why? Why would she possibly? Oh, sir. You could have just had a nice, quiet evening. Yeah, why would he look in the passenger seat? Yep. <laughs> oh my god, okay. and there's another murder. That's super rushed. Mm-hmm. This is a horror movie where they, like, refuse to show you murder. The only person we actually saw die was that Chad at the beginning, good old Brian. Why does he feel bad? <laughs> and I hope you got your prescription filled okay. I feel bad. Hope you got your Valium. On Love your you. Wife. Sorry I was so hard on you about it. Hope that Valium kicked in. Mm-hmm. Prick. Oh my gosh. 
What? She's not dead? What? Call the police. Call the police. Call the police. He's finally starting to realize what a fool he's been. It's taken him long enough. A Perrier. Come on, get some get some sort of <laughs> fucking American psycho Easter eggs in there. No. Ah. Nope. No Easter eggs. Every we single moment. Easter eggs. Every single Horrid. moment of this movie is designed to show us that this was not supposed to be a sequel to American Psycho 2, but they right. just tacked that on at the beginning at the end for shit's and giggles. Insert that stuff. But they had enough time to insert Patrick Bateman, but they didn't have enough time to like nope. insert Easter eggs. That's that's pretty pretty lazy. No, I mean if you see the like the deleted scenes and stuff apparently all the clapboards say the original movie title and it's not american psycho 2 so i don't know when in the production this became american psycho 2 yeah yeah it's never good to do that anyway no to to take one to take one film no. and then insert another film into it or insert another franchise into it why is they she acting with, a, with um, a video game called silent hill 4 yeah i don't know if they've ever done that okay why is she acting surprised that her parents showed up when literally earlier today she was like yeah my parents are gonna come visit me she's been saying it the whole time yeah <laughs> it could be a dorm mm-hmm You are a clothes horse. That's a new one. Oh, wow. What could possibly be in her closet? So this is her absent mother and her alcoholic father who was sleeping with the secretary. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Somehow not what I imagined. That spicy, spicy Italian food. Just spray perfume on the flies. That's the way. I can't wait to get out of there. Shut up, Meg's mom. <laughs> possibly find a place what is a map good thing they got him such a mod clock for this time passing montage mm. the music for this film is horrid yeah. There is nothing about this that carries the film. Mm-mm. I'm also really disturbed that he has one of his patients on speed dial. Like, how mm. much does he call him? This really supports my theory that they must also be secret lovers, because why else would he have him on speed dial? 
That's a good point. The number right under his mom. It goes his mom and then Bobby. The boy's best friend is his mother. Okay, not even in a dress taking a dead girl's necklace, but she just saw a plain silver heart and said, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And that's some bullshit if I've ever heard it. Evidence transferred. She can't even bother listening to her mother for one dinner. They haven't even, hmm. like, they haven't started eating, and she's still so exasperated. Why haven't they started eating yet? That makes no sense. <sighs> yeah, it does. Shut up, Meg. Just stop there. Uh... Meg's mom, you are not helping things. No. I don't think that's how reservations work. I'm sorry, part of the restaurant is closed for spring break? In what world does a restaurant need to close for spring break? First, also, what is this scene doing here? Why does that have to be a conversation starter? No clue. Also, why... Like, is this the same waiter as before? Is there only one waiter in this town and he is terrible at his job? Oh my god. her special eggs. I'm sure that'll bring him back to life. Still the same guy. Still has no sense of timing. It's now his second day on the job. Why is that so scary? Because he knows he should be terrified of her at this point. Mm. Ha 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 ha. 
This is so painful. Yep. And why is are they now introducing like weird sexual tension with her and him? Because apparently he's impervious to sexual tension. <laughs> I hope you're dating that 18-year-old girl. What a disappointment that she's just a patient, Eric. If I was the mom, I'd be like, beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> son. <laughs> Go. Mom, Dad, this is forced dialogue. Yeah. Again, why haven't they eaten the whole time? I don't know. Oh, look, she's incriminating herself again. What a shocking turn of events. Yeah, that ends that, doesn't uh-huh. it? Oh my god. Clearly she doesn't talk about her classes at all or else they would know that name. <laughs> Why was he dead? What reason? Oh, is that the guy from before? Okay, never mind. Uh-huh. I wouldn't blame you for getting the characters aren't that memorable. No, they are not. Oh, look, an open container of drugs right next to a bottle of alcohol. Just what you want to see. I mean, it does help things circulate faster, but, <laughs> you know, not exactly healthy. Boyd Banks. Boyd Banks is in this movie. There he is. Boyd Banks is in every single movie. And I already like him the most because he offered me tea. Right. Peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Apricot. You want to try this new tea? <laughs> oh, not suspicious at all. Somehow the policeman still is like, oh, what a funky coincidence. Oh, 
oh, has somebody finally realized that there are missing students all over this campus? Has anyone checked her house? Funny how all these disappearances are coming from the campus, and yet nobody's investigating the campus. Yeah, I'm not suspicious at all. No, I also have no idea that tells you that, but you're incompetent enough that you won't check. So, sure, you want some tea? Tea fixes uh, everything. No, I want some backup. I really hate that this incompetent psychologist who breaks his own code of ethics constantly is going to be the one to figure all of this out. Yeah, just make the cops sit in the back. That's how that works. Yeah, the cop's going to take the back seat. That's not disrespectful. Oh, look, it's the first time in this goddamn movie that anybody's worn gloves. Oh, I mean, Bateman was wearing gloves. Yeah. What was the point of that call? Just to create a trail of you from your own phone? Like, this makes no sense. And that looks like a Halloween decoration. It does. She moves enough dead bodies that you would think she would be a lot stronger by now, yet she seems to keep dropping all of them. And now the big reveal. You know, it's a good big reveal when at this point in the movie I'm so utterly apathetic about her that I'm like, ah, okay. Right. That's taken this long to get here. Yeah, I don't care either. (laughs) It's like there's this girl who's a body snatcher, which is actually an interesting idea. But it's been sold so poorly by the performance and the rest of the film that I don't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shut up, Mac. <laughs> I really want to know where she parked her car, where no other cars are parked, with a sign right in front of it, and nobody's looked at it. Why is she just... Yeah, pretending to have psychosis is really not helping yeah. to, to sell me. Yeah. Like, if we had this the rest of the way, I'd have been okay no, with it. No, it's the but sudden... psychosis three quarters of the way through is a little hard to buy. Mm-hmm. I also want to know why she took original Rachel out of her body bag. Like, it's clearly just so we can see her touch her feet, but she was nicely tucked up in a body bag, and now... 
Oh, boy. And of course she has what seems to be, like, a copyright-free version of some kind of jacked-up turkey-in-the-straw playing during this. During just the most serious car chase in cinematic history. There's so much wrong with this film. <laughs> like, like this. Firstly, this should not be classified under horror. At best, it's comedy horror. Yeah. And even the music. This is a comedy horror score. Yeah, I think both this movie and the last movie suffer for taking themselves too seriously. Mm. And this one hardly takes itself seriously at all. And Boyd Banks is like doing a crossword puzzle. Oh my god. I calculated the, the ticket. Yeah, what's your plan, doll? Mmm, good plan. Would never happen. Because one car hitting the other, yeah, that's not really how it works. And also, you'd have so much backup up your ass after that, it wouldn't even be funny. Uh-huh. Because you'd have two more squad cars, and then you'd have a helicopter in the air. At a minimum. Also, why are a couple of gunshots what would make her pull over? You don't, sh- yeah. And it's also where they're aiming, and the fact, no officer would sh- point and aim their gun sideways off the side of the hood. Wow. Just makes no sense. Shocking that there's more police incompetence in this movie. (laughs) She's a loose cannon. Oh, understatement of the century. And Jimmy's like, I don't know, should I keep the ticket? Should I throw the ticket away? Should I put the ticket onto the side? Jimmy, forget the ticket. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Meanwhile, she has seen the sign, and she is clearly scheming. State troopers would never do that. State troopers would like be like hugging that car yeah. with their with their guns on the ready. Nobody would be that cool. A turn of events nobody could have seen coming. She didn't want to chat with the cops. And here it comes, folks. An amazing display of pyrotechnics that we have never seen before. We're getting there. It's just complete. It's like Michael Bay would be so proud. It's the money shot of this film. This film, this this shot says everything about this film. What? Why? Why? Who doesn't want to hit? Who doesn't want to hit William Shatner with their car from time to time? Huh? True, but how did she have the time to pose him? Well, if you take the E out of Bateman, you get Batman. So maybe that's how. Maybe she's like Batman. <laughs> oh my god! It's so bad. It's such a bad. Bad shot. Also, with that editing, we saw the explosion reflected on their faces, so did it explode twice? Or did they just go, ah, we don't care about the timeline of that? Next to the refrigerator that she threw the bottle Yes! And again, you'd think there would be something about that, uh, about that refrigerator. Nope. 
All-American girl, here we are again. That's not the question you usually ask of serial killers. Right. It's usually where. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No, she wasn't. She was none of those things. She was foolhardy. She was self-centered. She did not plan ahead. So sloppy. So sloppy. A friend of mine, a philandering patient, and possible lover. Also, this crowd. Yeah, this crowd of uh, man who slept students with his students. At, yeah, all of these students at Quantico are um, an exceptional range of ages, other demographics, and do not look like a fresh-faced crop of college students. Oh my God, how was she one in a billion? How? She is in the league of her own. It's a really, really bad league. Yeah, it's Little League. It's Serial Killer Little League. It's a little <laughs> Thank you for taking that the time the to come new, out. That should be the title for this film. A Little League ah! of Her Own. Also, he, but he says, thank you for taking the time to come out when he himself came to Quantico to give this lecture. He is the one who came out. Just, this writing, man. <sighs> and here's the best part. Mm-hmm. Right? I need a different pen. New pen. Let me just really spell it out so you understand what's happening. I would have screamed for security at the top uh-huh. of my lungs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> name drop you shut up one last time for just setting it all up for her to be caught so easily oh my god just can't get enough yeah nobody just told her shut up more than anyone else in in quantico she just walked in, and day one, it was shut up, Meg. Mm-hmm. Every five minutes, just shut the fuck up, Meg. <laughs> it's like, welcome to Quantico. See that banner up there? It says, shut up, Meg. Are you all right, Doctor? Could something possibly be wrong? The book is called One in a Billion. That was the chance that this movie was going to make any money. Well, unfortunately, the odds were not on their side. No. They put $10 million into this movie. I know. And you're just wondering what could, where. Yeah, what could that possibly have been spent on? It couldn't have been Boyd Banks, I'll tell you that. It's like... Oh, oh boy. We made God, it. I hate you, we Meg. made it to the end. Oh, wait. Here's... One last thing, as the credits begin to roll, that this movie was directed by Morgan J. Freeman. J. Freeman. He must be legally <laughs> obligated to include the L so that Morgan Freeman's career is not tainted by this work. Although I did look him up. Apparently his first movie 
Hurricane Streets won three awards at Sundance in 1997, and then he went on to direct this. He made this. Right. <sighs> you're just wondering, like, did he lose a bet or something, or... Or something. What the hell happened? Nothing good. N- and, <clears throat> I mean, everybody starts in horror, right? But, or mostly everybody starts in horror. Or, or mostly everybody in their career at some point does something in the horror genre. But I've never, like, as far as really, really bad memories goes, I would say, like, you know, George Clooney's hair was pretty bad in um, Horror High, or, um, you know, Johnny Depp's very anticlimactic death in Nightmare on Elm Street, where he's basically just swallowed by a bed. That's pretty bad. But that's at least brief, right? Like, those are, like, two-minute bit parts, or they're just something where they're fairly quick. But for Mia Kunis and... And for for you know um, Will Wheaton, they just got onto these just these train wrecks, mm-hmm. and it's just horrid, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh yeah, Sad. Well, let me stop that recording because this is. Yeah, I'm gonna stop too. <laughs>